This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Fritzy, I pause. First of all, I- I'm sorry to everyone. We've been gone too long. I you know, agree. Football season starts and we like fall apart. And, you know, the Phillies. We don't even like football. There. Yeah. Football, what's football, Jack? Exactly. Yeah. Well, we apologize. Uh, you can all forgive me because I'm dying in two days, according to Jack. Yes. My life is over. I have two days left to live, Jack. I mean, that's tough. Your last podcast in your 30s, man. I'm so sorry. So, 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 so sorry. Oh, man. If you're wondering if I... So you make fun of me for for being old, like, all the time, as anyone who ever listens to this podcast knows. And I never feel old, like, the whole time. You always make the jokes. I'm like, ha-ha, yeah, I'm old, but I've never felt old, Jack. Feeling pretty old, buddy. Yeah, you should. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't want to rub it in. I want to make this, you know, <laughs> Yo, make you Jim, feel. You don't feel okay. Sure. I don't want to make you like feel. Your, old, your life's but... goal for the next year is to remind me that I'm 40 every day. Well, then what happens at your 50th? <laughs> oh God. We... I mean, let's put it. Let's put it this way. Can let's... we not? Can we not put the cart before the horse? Let's, buddy. Let's put it this way. You're closer. To fifty than you are thirty, uh, buddy. Starting not Saturday. yet, actually. Starting yes. Saturday on yeah Sunday, I guess. Technically, well, technically partway through te- Saturday. Technically, you can't go backwards, so you're just oh, progressing buddy. towards fifty, which is shocking. So um, this conversation is about as much fun as this Philly season has been, Jack. Uh which which uh, <laughs> oh, which have you enjoyed said, more? Here's the sickness, though, because we always talk. About, you know what I'm doing right now as we're recording? Uh, Take what? a guess. What? Take a guess what I'm doing. Take a guess. You are setting I'm your fantasy some lineup. Some dude named Ramirez pitch for the Diamondbacks against the Braves against Dansby Swanson right now because because I'm sick. Yep. Because I'm sick. That Jack, you are. I'm sick. 
This is ridiculous. I don't know. What am I doing? By the way, Diamondbacks are down 4-1. They're winning 6-4 now. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Listen, I noticed. Just saying. Playoff runs back on. Big Carson Kelly three-run bomb. Yeah. Yeah, listen. <laughs> our Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks may have sunk our, you know, playoff chances. Honestly, if they, they didn't... owe us one, man. Yeah, they seriously. owe us three or four, I guess. But they, they, they owe it. Like, please. Could you take one? One of four? I'm not asking a lot here. I mean, if 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 they didn't get if they didn't lose three of four to the Rockies and they didn't lose if they didn't get three swept in by Arizona, the Ugh. if they didn't lose one to the Orioles that they literally didn't show up for. Oh, and four by the way at games that I've gone to this year. I was there on. So it's your on, fault. On, it's your fault. I I guess so. I mean, they're gonna lose out on the playoffs by probably less than four games. So yeah, I mean, in reality, my four games ruined the season, Jack. So, Couldn't have said yeah. it better myself, pal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, lose to, I saw him lose to the freaking Pirates and the Orioles. Are two of the four games I went. I mean, think about that. Yeah. I mean, come on. Man. I mean, you sunk you sunk Nola in in, in Pittsburgh. That's not great. Oh, oh, oh buddy. Um, but yeah, it's just like oh. it's like it's like why did you why did you have to do that? You know, why did you have to lose to the Rockies? Why did you? I know. Why did you have to lose to the Diamondbacks? Like they're not good. Why couldn't no. you just step up one time? Just one time, be like, "Hey, you know what we're gonna do? We're not gonna, we're not gonna let you all down." But <laughs> okay, <laughs> they always do. They always find a way. It's there. It's what they do, buddy. Well, at least they, at uh, least they bounced back and 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 uh, they took two or three from the Orioles in very convincing yeah, fashion. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like that was the worst series win in the history of series wins. Like, I mean, it took them eight over eighteen innings to get a, a lead against the Orioles. It took them like. 17 innings or whatever, 14 innings to score a run against them. I mean, it was just like such a, a, a horror show of a series. By the way, in case you're wondering, Jack, the teams we're talking about here, uh, we're talking about the 104 loss Orioles hmm. and the 104 loss Diamondbacks, Jack. These Is teams that, are going to lose 110 yeah. games. I mean, that's really hard to do. Like, you don't see 110 win loss teams every year. Like, like that's bad, man. Yeah, but I gotta say, I mean, <laughs> we're, uh, I love that. I I I can't wait to see what you gotta say. The Phillies, say? the Phillies lineup isn't that much better. Oh know? my god, it's Which true. Is, it's true. I mean, outside of obviously you know Bryce and Gene, that's Bryce and about Gene. it. Yeah, I do, dude. Every day I look at this lineup every day, and I'm like, oh. Great. 215, 217, 255. Like, oh, Dubles, 255. It's like, wow, what a hitter. The dude's batting 255. Yeah, I feel like, like he hasn't oh, had a hit in a JT, month. JT, 265. Ho, ho. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like, like I mean, Didi's down to 209, which is just. 207, Jack. Oh, is 207. it? Wow. Even worse. Great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, well, good the good thing, good thing, by the way, that, that he started against the lefty last night, because you know that two oh seven only gets better. It's one fifty against left handed pitching. Right. So you needed him in the lineup last night, Jack. But he did get a big hit for Joe Girardi a decade ago uh, ago I at know, the Yankees. So. I know, I know. Sound what decision making. What a crazy excuse it was. I'm going with the experience and I'm going with someone who's gotten I've seen him get big right. hits. Like it is. Let's let's start there, Jack. Does Joe Girardi care? Is he actually trying anymore, or is he just like checked out? Well, like last like last night, he he willfully said that he pinch hit for Wheeler in the seventh 
Wheeler didn't pitch the seventh. Wheeler was out in the sixth. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm serious. Oh my God. He said, he said, yeah, oh well, we pinched it for we pinch it for Wheeler. And it's like, mm, yeah, no, you didn't actually. You didn't. You you brought in Coonrod um for the seventh. So you know, and they did not pinch it for him in the sixth. So uh he has been he has been a a major disappointment. It's not like so here's the thing with Girardi. Like the roster's not good. Like the roster's not good enough. They're not obviously like they could make the playoffs and that's fine. I mean, I want them to make the playoffs. Like I I, I desperately need playoff baseball in my life. Um but like they're not good. He also Well, yeah, I mean, helped. they would like, be he, eight and a half he, games back in any other division. I mean, that's the best they'd be. Right. Like they're like twenty two back of the Giants, like, you know, thirteen back of the Brewers. But the best case scenario is you're in the AL Central and you're eight and a half back. Like that's their next best case. Yeah, well, and it it's just that he hasn't helped them. Like like he hasn't uh heightened their level of play. Like he's not getting the most out of this roster. Like I understand that the roster's not good enough. I understand that they have flaws in the bullpen and the lineup and all that, but like I see I see managers getting more out of guys almost every night. And with him it feels like he's every night feels like he's putting the team in the wrong positions. So like, yeah, is it all Girardi's fault? No. Uh has he been an utter disaster? Yeah. And the thing that I keep coming back to, James, is that, you know, how can you sit there and fire Gabe based on September for performances and then have the same exact Septembers under Joe Girardi? Like, what are you going gonna to bring him back? Because I know they're going to bring him back. It's like, of course the, the, it's just the whole, the whole thought process was ridiculous. I mean, last year was about as bad a September finish as you could possibly imagine. I mean, you just needed to win two of eight. And you won one of eight. Yeah. I mean, that's that. It doesn't get much worse than that. But I mean, this year to, to lose the games they lose, you know, and and to the way they've lost. I mean, you're right. Look, they don't have a lot of talent. I mean, they're rolling out a just especially with the. I mean, like they had talent we thought in certain spots, but when Didi Gregorius is, you know, a, a sh- literal shell of the player he used to be, when Alec Bohm literally is going to finish this season in the minors when Aaron Nola is the worst version. Forget September Nola, just all season, the worst version of Aaron Nola we've ever seen. And and other guys underperformed to certain levels. You know, it's, I get it. It's not a great lineup, but at the same time, to your point, like Joe Girardi has done nothing to make it better. And and it does seem like the, he just, like, I, I'm joking about him being checked out, but it does feel like he's checked. Like these games feel like they're being managed, like he's checked out, like he's not, He's not paying attention to the game. You know, I know that's crazy, but that's what it feels like watching these games and the decisions he makes. I, I've just been so incredibly disappointed with well, him. And you know, I it's not that I I, I don't know if you, like I don't think you have that reaction to Odubel the other night if you're totally checked out. You know what I mean? Like like the the reaction of why I don't are, think he's actually like I don't think he's like truly checked out it just feels that way Jack you know what, some of these decisions you know what my problem is is that I don't think he knows I I don't think he has a like a plan it feels like the plan keeps changing on the fly like I, I thought at the beginning of the year he was a strict numbers guy and then he tried to be a strict like gut guy the gut guy thing backfired and now he's just like ah whatever i don't know like like something i'll throw something against the wall and see if it sticks you know like 
I felt beginning of the year it was like, oh, we're gonna double switch a thousand times because it's gonna give us these like these numerical advantages. Well, that backfired, and then he tried to be the gut guy <laughs> when he was letting Aaron Nola go into the ninth and letting Wheeler go into the ninth and, and burning out Wheeler's arm, and now he has to pull him after 97 pitches in the sixth inning when he had 10 games left, like which is ridiculous. And, and now it just feels like he's he's just like. Eh, we'll see. You know, <laughs> which probably isn't the best place to be uh, as a baseball team. Yeah, and again, like I know it's a little thing, but but trotting Didi out there first of all, not pinch hitting for Didi <laughs> the game before and the two nothing game, the games I was at. I, I mean, that was like criminal. Like that was about. <laughs> I. <laughs> It's so funny, Jack, because I want to be like, that's the worst decision he's made all year. No, but then like, like 17 others pop right in my freaking head. But but in the moment, in that game, like knowing how important that game was and how winnable it was, like I thought not pinch hitting for Didi there was was criminal, like among the worst single decisions, not as impactful as others, but in the moment, single decisions, about as bad as it gets. And then to roll them out there against lefty, it's just like, I don't know, I... I I get it that like I'm I understand managers wanting to stick with their guys and like you know I trust him he's my vet and stuff but it, dude we're we're 150 games into the season and this guy's bang 207 like I mean oh, he's against lefties like at a certain point you have to say all right th- maybe it's not forever but right now this is who this guy is well listen that doesn't sound wow. like, that doesn't sound like a small sample size does wow. it I mean is, 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 is 150 games a small sample size. I mean, honestly, yes, in the grand scheme oh, of things, well, was... it is comparatively a small sample size, but it's not a small sample No, it's not. Also, um, speaking of bad decisions, I feel like this wasn't really talked about, but I was sitting there in the moment, like, just, well, first off, pulling Wheeler last night when you have 10 games left and, like, you're just coming off a bullpen game, I thought was ridiculous. Um, I know he's at 97 totally. pitches, but, like, I mean, let, totally. at least let him go out for the seventh. His spot wasn't even due up. Now, I know that Joe thinks that he pinch head for him but he, he, <laughs> he in fact did not so uh but the other the other decision was like uh i think it was tuesday night in extras they'd already gotten a run home they had two outs already it's not like you have an advantage by creating the double play but he willfully put another runner on base like he put a runner on base so that they could possibly score more runs for like a yeah. minor advantage it's just like why are well, he's you done that a lot this year? Why are I remember you when he you against put, the Cardinals? I know yeah. that's a deep pull, but but walking Sosa in that spot, like he's done that. And then the Matt Carpenter home run, like we've seen him kind of just not read the situation right a lot of times this year. Yeah, I mean it, it's and and it's not you know it's not all totally his fault because like you know it feels like every decision he makes goes wrong, which shouldn't happen. But it, like genuinely, like, it feels like every decision he made and every decision that Gabe made, it was like, oh, well, this is clearly going to like clearly going to backfire, um, which is just unbelievable. You would think that at least they can get lucky every once in a while, but it feels like they never get lucky. It feels like they never can just like just have a normal baseball game where they can make the correct decisions and they all go to plan. Wouldn't that be nice? Jack, I can't. Yes. yes, and you know what it's nice for San Francisco and Gabe right now because everything they do goes right. Uh, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, look, I'm with you, and I think it goes back. I think the key point is, look, is Joe Girardi the worst manager we've ever seen? No, but this guy was brought in for a lot of money at a big name in a big spot to be the guy who you know added, who helped you win games, who who did that extra stuff, like you know, like. Again, like we see the smart teams in baseball do, the Giants, the Rays, these teams that win games on the margins, that find ways to get that extra edge, that extra market inefficiency, whatever it is, and take advantage of it. 
And, you know, Joe Girardi was supposed to be that type of thing for us. And he obviously, obviously hasn't. All right, let's get some other stuff before we get out of here. Um, again, like, so I don't know about you, Jack. And I'm, I know that you will identify with this and other people will who play fantasy baseball. Mm. Um, and also, I'm going to let you know how weird I am with fantasy because I'm, you know, we have our own little superstitions and stuff and all that. So my fantasy baseball superstition, and it is incredibly dumb. But I don't look at my actual scoreboard of the team I'm playing until all the games are done. I just track it by going on and going into each box score. It's crazy, and it's like way more time and all that, but it's my weird little thing that I do. Okay. Anyway, point is, I'm used to going and checking on my players and on other players, right? Like, who's my opponent have? I, I look at their team at the beginning of the week, and I know who they have, and they're big guys, and I go check them. And I feel like right now that I am, like, checking Padres games like I'm checking fantasy scores where I'm like, what did Tatis do? I got to know how much of a lead does Harper have. Like, I... I know, like, I want the playoffs, too. I'm desperate. And they, look, after the, right now, if trending towards it could be two outs tonight. It's possible if they could win this game and, and the, the Diamondbacks hold on. Both, you know, big ifs. But, like, I know that it's just a stupid award and all that. But, like, I really want Bryce Harper to win the MVP. I, I just think he deserves it, man. I think he deserves it. And I think it would be, I think just, like, other than home runs and RBI, like, he is far and away more deserving than Fernando Tatis Jr. for this award. And I don't know what's going to happen. I know he's the betting favorite now, but you never know with this type of stuff. And, and you know, voting is still kind of in a, a changeover period from, with analytics and, and the other stuff and all that. But I just, I can't believe how badly I wanted to win this award. It almost makes me sad that I care this much, Jack. I love it. Uh, real quick question for you before we talk about Bryce for a second. Yes. Which do you trust more, September NOLA tonight or the Diamondbacks to hold this lead the ninth? Oh man! Uh, I'm watching a dude named Wendelikin warm up. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm I I don't know if I could say the Diamondbacks on this one. You're going Nola. I'm going Nola. Is that possible? Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> Nola against Pittsburgh. Do yes. I've been, I've been down this road. Before. I know. It's all your fault. That's why we're in this position. It's all your fault. Um, mm. but yeah, you know, because I was kind of sitting there last night. And it like, it really set in for me. Like, he could very realistically be the NL MVP next week. Yep. Like, it could be over. Like, we could be, like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to take it all in and like remember what this felt like. Um, you know, I, I felt it in, in 2017 with Carson. Uh, I felt it most of the season with Embiid. And then I feel like the last two weeks, I was like, oh, Jokic is going to win it. So, like, I'm not totally invested. Um, I don't, like I, so with Rollins, the 2020 and 20 was obviously awesome last day of the year. Um, so I remember that. And Howard, I mean, Howard was just um, like, it was just must see TV every day. So like, but this is like adult life. I've watched yep. like 150 some baseball games this year. Uh, and Bryce winning it would, would, would mean a lot. He, he's now our guy. And like, even the play last night. You know, I know it's Pedro Severino. I know he can't run, but it's just like that's another that's another play. Like that's another MVP moment. Getting from first to third on Sunday against the the Mets, that's an MVP moment. Scoring on the JT ball to right field the other night, that's MVP stuff. Like I don't know how you like I I personally believe in 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 team stuff when it comes to MVP uh, voting. Like the Padres have been a dumpster fire for you know like two months now. Um, I mean they're starting Vince Velasquez last night, which is 
absurd. They, um, they've started Jake Arrieta and Vince Velasquez. Yeah. Think about that. Not even the 2021 Phillies would do that. I know. And that's I saying know. something. So, like, yeah, I need it. I, I, I'm with you. Last night I was like, holy crap. Like, he's probably going to win the MVP. Yeah. And, and listen, Juan Soto is an is un-freaking-believable. Um, and, like, the age-old question is, who would you start your team with, Soto, Tatis, Acuna, or uh, Vladdy Jr.? Like, I honestly have no idea. Like, <laughs> I've gone back and—dude, I swear to you, I'm it's not the kidding hardest, It's I the have, hardest like, question like in baseball month. right now. Every month. I felt for a while it was clearly Tatis. Like, I felt pretty strongly about it for a while. I think I'm back to Soto. <laughs> I mean, like, what that guy does, the the— the the force he is oh, i don't ridiculous. know uh, it, like it's probably to tease the position but i don't know he's not even good uh, in that position i know he's an outfielder now like i don't know it's uh, it's my favorite it's my favorite it's such a great great question yes but um but but like like i'm not giving the mvp to tatis or uh to, to soto like they're way under five no it, no it's to and harper i don't think soto has any chance at it he probably they're, doesn't they're, but they, like, they're the worst team in the National League, or one of the worst teams in the National yeah. League, other than the Diamondbacks. And obviously, it's not his fault. It's just like I can't vote for a guy to, to be MVP if his team's like that bad. And I know Trotz won it, and I get that. But um, and also, well, Trotz won a bunch, but also, honestly, Harper's season's better. Like I know that Soto's is very good, but Harper still has a higher OPS. Yeah, I mean even, Harper's got an OPS like twenty points higher. I think the, Soto's like ten thirty, and I think which it, is unreal. I think but, it's I think it's like fifty points higher in the last like two months where Soto's been also on fire. It actually, honestly, like Bryce has been <laughs> underrated in baseball circles. Like it just he's now being talked about, but you think the guy that has been proclaimed as the face of baseball having an MVP season would have more national buzz, but it seems like all the buzz is about, you know, Tatis and, and Otani and Vladdy, and rightfully so. Um, it just feels like Bryce hasn't been put in that class, and he's probably going to win the MVP. I, I mean, in my mind, he is an, a, a, no bias, no whatever. Like, I just think he's so clearly the National League MVP this year. Like, I don't understand how you can make a rational argument for anyone else, just numbers-wise. Again, you know, if you're going to go to tease versus him, and I just, I'm with you. I'm a, I understand that Mike Trout has won multiple uh, MVPs. I understand that Andre Dawson won an MVP on a last-place team. He didn't deserve it, but he won one. Like, I get it that that's baseball, but, like, if I have options that are that are even similar on a second-place teams or third-place teams as opposed to one of the worst teams in the sport, I'm going to go with the the higher teams. But on top of that, like, I don't even think it matters. Like, I think whether you look at Tatis, Soto is a, a, a stronger case from a numbers perspective, but I, I think the team takes him out of it. And then Tatis, from a numbers perspective, like, it's not close. And it's certainly not close when we're talking about the stretch run. By the way, Arizona Diamondbacks. Shout out. They close it out. My dumb. All right. I hope that doesn't mean to your question earlier. Now I'm terrified. That means that Aaron Nola is just going to come out and blow this game tonight. We're going to be like, oh, another day, another missed game. Uh, anyway. Dude, let's, what, let's if, what if what if they're two out? Like, Can you? I mean, they could be. Dude, they could be. I mean, dude. like, they, it's it's on them. Like, if they win tonight, they're two out. And they're they're facing a bullpen game. Um, so, you know, it's Nola. Jack, that is like. I can't even say it out loud because it just makes it feel so like ridiculous. Because of course Nola's going to blow this, but Nola versus a Pirates bullpen <laughs> game. <laughs> That's Aaron Nola versus a Pirates bullpen game. Mm. James, how do I not feel great about this? James, James, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting that was excited. A big win. Well, that was a big win by the D-backs. That was and, a big and, win. And you know what's so bad is I'm already like. I'm already so nervous for that Brave series. Like, 
I if they take two or three from from Atlanta, like oh, I'll pray down Broad Street. Like I will be. Well, so well we got to see where we're at there, because because that's know, the I know. That makes, but that's the thing. Like think about how tough that is. They let's say they get two back tonight, and let's say they find a way to beat the Pirates as much as the Braves beat the Padres. I know the Braves have the the suspended game they have to finish out and all that, but like let's say it all evens out and they head into that Braves series two games back. Like they have to win all three to be in front after it. Like even then, like it's like oh we're two games back. If they win the first two but lose the third, they're then they're game back again. Like it's just it's a tough spot, Jack. It's a tough spot, man. Like this is tough. Like they have we said you said at the beginning of the week six to seven. And I, I was like, Yeah, like they have to win six to seven. You said that to me. Like, and I'm like, they do. Like they have to win six to seven this week. So hey, you gotta sweep the pirates. Yeah. Just saying. Just, <laughs> I mean, just, just saying. Hey, Phils. Hey, Phils. Just do it. I mean, just do it. Just just do it. You're at home. You have Nola on the mound. Um, there'll probably be a bullpen game mixing this weekend. But like, dude, the pirates are so bad. Like, they're so bad. Like, please, I I'm begging you. Please just I mean, a sweep is tough for a four game series, but at least three or four. I mean, I I will settle for three or four. Whatever. Just just don't blow it. Like, I, if they split, I'm never doing a podcast again. Like, I just, I will not be able to take it. If they, if they go one and three, you know, whatever. I'm out. I'm out. I need, you cannot do this to me. You can't do this to me. You can't do this to this podcast. Do not, do not split. Do not split this weekend. It's more important than the Eagles-Cowboys. I'm sorry. But, like, you, you cannot split this weekend. Yeah, so we might be talking to you on Sunday night. We might not. <laughs> dude, they can't, dude. Else. James, I'm not. Like they can't. They can't. I agree with you. Look, they if can't. they if 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 they because of what happens this weekend against the Pirates have no chance going into Atlanta, we're not recording. We'll the, just wait I would be season. I would be so down. I won't I would, do it. I, yeah, be, I won't do it. I'll just watch Eagles Cowboys and move forward. I would be That's what we're gonna do. I would be despondent. Like if they yeah. go out and do this, I would be absolutely despondent. So Please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. And I know the Phillies suck. I know they're not that good of a team, but I need the playoffs. Like, I just want the playoffs. I want fun. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. Do not split this weekend. I'm just, do not. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here soon because the game is about to start. Jack, got to get home to watch this. Yes. Well, I got to go. You I, know. I, I, uh, it's so funny. So I drive Jill to work like one day a week. And, ah, today's day you gotta be a Jill. Yeah, yeah, but luckily she had a dentist appointment, so it uh, it's pushing it back. Okay, so we're in good shape. So we're getting out of here in a minute. Anything quickly in the take bag before I have something at the end? Oh, you got something at the end? I got something at the end? No, it's nothing really that special. Just a little something. What did I have? I had something written down that I thought was clever and creative. Um, oh, you know what I have written down? <laughs> and you kind of brought this up earlier, dude. I can't wait to tell my kids about Bryce. You know, like you know, <laughs> I had to listen to so many like old, like older people tell me about like Johnny Callison and the 1964 Phils and like Schmitty and and Carlton and um, you know, like the '93 team. I know you're alive. I know you're in your 40s for the for the '93. I was team. at one of the World Series games, Jack. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank I, you. I was at the 15 to 14. When game. you were at the 15 to 14 game, did you ever think to yourself that someone who wasn't born yet is going to be hosting a podcast with you? <laughs> no, not just that. wasn't born yet for a few years. So uh, yeah, it's great. It was only one year. It was only one year. Only one year. Ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't do the math. For some reason, ninety six was in my head. No. Yeah, ninety four. Come on, I'm not yeah, a baby. I'm not a baby. You know. I'm... Okay. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. 
Um, Hector Neris is nine strikeouts away from setting the all-time reliever record for strikeouts. What? Yes. For the Phillies, for you the mean, Phillies. obviously? No, all of baseball history. <laughs> no, that's not true. No, but for the Phillies, yes. Wow, that's actually stunning. I mean, he's been here a while, but that's pretty stunning still. It does kind of tell you that they haven't had, you know. <laughs> yeah, it tells you they haven't great had great relievers. relievers. Yes. It tells you they haven't had guys who stayed a long time. And it also tells you that we're in an era of baseball where there are more strikeouts than ever. I think it's a combo of those three things. But Hector's also very good, and everyone needs to know I that. Mean, I think that, yeah, the real takeaway is Hector is the best reliever in Philadelphia Phillies history. Yes, better than Brad Lidge. Let that take sit up. Yeah. There. And better than his uh, uh, teammate's father won the Cy Young for the Phillies, Jack. Oh, yes, which leads me perfectly. Ben my Rock 2.0, baby. Now, were you in your were you in college for Cam uh, for Steve Bedrodrian's 1987 Cy Young year or no? So that's like the the <laughs> funny because 1987 is the first year that I have real memories of baseball. But like 1988 is the first year I really remember the Phillies. I really remember what happened. I remember Oral in the World Series. I remember Gibson, like all that stuff. So like. I don't re- I remember that it happened in the moment. Like I remember my dad talking about it, but like I don't remember watching Cambit Roji and pitch in nineteen seven. So we found my my limit, Jack. Yes. Good. Um that's a pretty big limit. Um like for example, <laughs> I think my I'm first forty, man. I'm about to be forty. Um I think my first baseball memory, like real memory, might have been the Luis Gonzalez walk off against oh the Oh my god. Yeah. I was in college for that, Jack. So yeah, cool. Good one. You're forty. One. You're forty on Saturday. Wow. I'm forty, man. Like, like it's been a bit on this show. Yeah. We've had this pod for a while, and like now I'm actually old. Right. Now, like it's not a bit anymore. Now you're just making fun of it. Well, all the back. problem is the problem. Oh, I'm also looking at Luis Gonzalez on screen right now, which nice. is pretty funny. He's a Diamondbacks announcer. I yeah. Guess. You know the you know the biggest problem with this James is is that. I, you know, I feel like you're kind of aged out of the demographic. Like I, think... I know you might have to replace me soon. <laughs> might have to get younger. Get like yeah, get like Dan Wilson in yep. here or someone in here to take over. You yeah, know? yeah, you might have aged yeah. yourself out, pal. Might be looking for a replacement. You know, gotta gotta appeal to the younger generation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, Cam Bedrosian or Steve Bedrosian, you mm. know, this didn't happen last night. Like they held on to it, but like, dude, Cam Bedrosian has been up here for two weeks and Joe's already trusting him with high leverage spots over Bailey Falter, who is better than him. And it's just another example of get all the veterans away from like Didi go like all these veterans are, it, it, it just drives me crazy. Like these guys are not like Bailey Falter is better than Cam Bedrosian. I don't care how many games he's pitched like enough with this crap. It drives me crazy. Um, and my second, my second, uh, take in the take bag is like, dude, I like establishing a fastball as much as the next guy, like Ian Kennedy, like you gotta mix in another pitch. Like the fact that Ryan Nancastle didn't like tie that game up last night. Like I thought that ball was gone. There's no doubt Me about too. it. I thought that ball was gone. Me too. And it's just Me like, too. you gotta mix in your other pitches, man. Like you don't throw a hundred. I don't want to break any news to Ian Kennedy. But you throw 93 to 95. Like, you're not – it has good high spin efficiency. I get all that. But, like, holy crap, man. Like you cannot survive on a 90% four-seam fastball usage rate. You got to mix in the other pitches for my own sanity. Yeah, do it for Jack. I think that's a – I mean, we could use that as a, a, a mantra for, I think, a lot of players, right? I think that sounds like a podcast title. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like we haven't given you enough credit yet for Bryce Harper's MVP season. 
You know, I, I mean, it I wouldn't be agree. happening yeah. without you. He wouldn't be here. Thus, he would not be having this MVP season. Yes. Exactly. You know, so, you know, thanks, buddy. Hey, no problem. Anything, <laughs> anything for the podcast, anything for the Phillies. I like, I j- just, if you lose, if you split this weekend or worse, I don't know what I'm going to do. I really don't. I, I, I will just be so despondent. So, I mean, it's my birthday weekend. So, Do not you know, blow Seltzer's 40th birthday weekend. My 40th. It's not like, oh, I'm turning 38 yep. or, oh, I'm, thir- nope. I'm turning 40, Phillies. All right? Could you do it for me just one time? One time. Could you make the end of my 30s not suck? And could you make the beginning of my 40s not suck? It is crazy, Jack, because I was thinking about this the other day. But, like, I obviously, people are good at math here. I turned 30 in uh obviously september of 2011 Mm. so yeah you know so i'm turning 40 now so like you know it's good math by you um let's do something here you know let's 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 end this i also i um i don't want to uh you know get too mathy in this podcast but that would be 10 years you would go your whole 30s without a playoff appearance yeah. Well, mm. technically not. Because mm. again, I, I turned 30. I've never, no season that started in my 30s did they make the playoffs. So. Wow. It's wow. pretty cool, man. You know what, though? Like that, that's the kind of stuff I was talking about last time. And now that I'm about to be 40, I'm old, so I can understand this. But like, think about someone who went from 50 to 60 or 60 to 70 uh. or 70 to 80. And they spent that decade of their life, the twilight years, like you're 70 to 80 and you're turning 80 this year. And you're like, well, that was an awesome decade, Phillies. Thanks a lot. Like do it for those people, Phillies. Like enough of this, like generational. We have the, we are the longest playoff drum baseball, Jack. <laughs> like, come on. Man. Yeah, but, but listen, it's not as bad, and I've tried to tell you this many times. It's uh-huh. not as bad as 1915 to 1949. Like that's that was thirty some years, point. literally. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not as bad. bad, Jack. Here's the thing. It's not as bad yet. Yet there's only twenty more years. <laughs> when we do your fiftieth uh, or fiftieth birthday podcast, will the Phillies yep. have made the playoffs? Yep. Well, they, I, (laughs) (laughs) how sad is it that like, honestly, I'm like, my first thought was like, of course. And then my second thought was like, wait, my third thought was like, I don't know. They probably won't. Well, maybe, (laughs) maybe they'll expand the playoffs. There we go. There you go. Well, I mean, they did that last year, so that worked out well. Um, do- there are eight playoff teams that could make it last year, Jack. Like, we forget to mention that. We talk about the two of eight instead of one of eight. Like, there were eight playoff teams. I'm sorry. Getting worked out. Uh, do you need me to drop off any soup for that playoff fever that you have? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be all right, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think let's put it this way. I think I'm gonna get over the fever pretty quickly. <laughs> I think it's gonna be one of those, you know, 24 hour fever. Not if they go six and one. Yes. Could you? Could you? Nope. They Would can. Ya? They sure can. Would you? Nope. All right. Last thing was just to say again. I'm. Fu- I'm. I almost cursed. Yep. Well, I'm that's bleeping, what happens I'm with old age. You start. You start. I'm you know. Leaving forty, man. 
I would like to thank everyone who listens to this podcast for joining me on this ride to 40. It means a lot. It means a lot. All well, you wonderful, beautiful people for sticking with me, even though, according to Jack Fritz and the many texts he has sent me on the subject, I will be dead in two days. So I just, I appreciate you all sticking with me for these last days. Is that a fair summation, Jack? And James, let me say something to you, pal. (laughs) Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what it is. What is it? I really do wonder if you have aged yourself out of the demographic and if we need to find a new (laughs) co-host. Happy 40th, buddy. Um, Thanks, buddy. And we will be here. Uh, uh, well, we will maybe, maybe be here. This is not on us yet. Yes. So, like, I, I am willing to give up my Sunday night of my birthday weekend, no less, to record a pod. Now, if the Phillies, if the Phillies make me do it, all now, right, now, that's the deal. Now, is that before or after you eat your five o'clock dinner? <laughs> uh, Jack, we call it supper. Actually, at this age, I think. I think that's actually a, a law that now I have to start calling it supper. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I have to go with supper now. So I'll I'll look into it, but just to be safe, I'll make sure the pot is after supper. Um, but to that point, it's got to be pretty early because obviously I got to get be in bed by like seven o'clock. So. Yeah, seven thirty. Seven thirty is past your bedtime. <laughs> oh, you got anything else? Um, have you already looked at your place in Clearwater, Florida yet? Or is that in it not for a couple of years? Do you want me to start? Like, I'll start just dropping F-bombs. And then I'll be like, bleep this, bleep that. And then yep. you'll just, you couldn't stop the recording quick enough. <laughs> You're exactly right. But uh, um, happy 40th. Well, maybe we'll talk to you Sunday. I, honestly, Jack, I really hope we do. And you know what? You're right. Happy birthday to me, buddy. Yep. Enjoy your supper. <laughs> He's friends himself. Don't do it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.